It's a new week. It's a new coach pitch drama here on Star oh 102.1, your number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim Show High 50, excuse me, 556 now. 63 degrees for the high today. Some sunshine peeking through clouds. Breezy. It's been windy over the last 24 to 36 hours. 60s pretty much the rest of the week into the low 70s by Thursday, often on rain chances. Okay. It was a sigh. It's a sigh because every time, every Monday morning, he comes in here. Well, you know, I say, hey, what's going on? How's your weekend? Well, we had cheating. We had cheating at the seven-year-old or eight-and-under coach pitch. Yes. I drove down North Shore yesterday or Saturday. I can't remember which one it was. And they got baseball fields right across from, like, Cove Park and stuff like that. And And there's coach pitch. And I heard... You know, the sound of baseball, the sound of kids frolicking and it's a great par- sound. parents cheering. And the then crack of the bat. Every single oh, yeah. time, every single time we have to talk about coach pitch on this show, though. Is it joyous? Is it joyful? No. It's some sort of controversy, whether you're being <laughs> called down by umpires to get off the field or stop inhibiting runners or helping runners or whatever, to now you're telling us that there's coach pitch umpire cheating going on. Because why would you cheat at a coach pitch eight and under baseball game? No idea. I have no idea. Is winning so vital to the coach pitch season that you have an umpire, you said, that cheated? Yes, he literally stayed by the opponent's dugout the entire time, not behind second base. So that's where the umpire would normally be, out in the field. Yes, behind second base. But literally stood there by the dugout the entire time. The entire time. Couldn't Mm. couldn't call it out accurately. Is there an official, like somebody that runs the park, that like monitors the games and stuff like that? If there is, I haven't met him. Oh, there's always a a superintendent. There's always somebody who runs the park. And he or she is usually, you know, surveying the park every night that the park is open. You might you might need to find this person and and alert them to all the things that are happening in coach pitch. They usually have a golf cart. No, it was a little upsetting also because I was trying to build a rapport with the last umpire. Maybe that's why they're staying at the, the yeah, huh? dugout of the other team. Because now. you're trying to get in smooth with them. And then they had a new umpire. Oh. And he stayed on yeah, and the opponent dugout. The, I, I, is this I about you so. or is this about the umpire? <laughs> I'm just wondering. The, now it's the umpire who was who was cheating. All right. Cheating. Mm. It's it's you don't New call it, you don't call a foul ball after we get an out. Like, oh no, that was a foul. That's cinema. Okay. Yeah, come on. That right. sounds sus. Is yeah. it is it t- sus? Yeah. Very suspect. The foul uh, called after the out. Right. That uh, does sound right. a little just, just one more day of another more coach pitch drama here in Little League. We got the win though. That's what's important. No, that's <laughs> and, the, and that the kids had fun. No, that's actually not the most important part. <laughs> All right, we got a lot to do today and a whole lot to talk about. We'd love to hear from you. As always, feel free to text the show. 865-656. Start with a 2.1. Good morning. Welcome. It's 606 on the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Uton Law Firm on Knoxville's number one hit music station. 
Don't you dare. She's flipping me the bird people. I want you I to know that. She is, uh, Kimberly Renee, what it's are you doing? It's upside down. You're doing, okay, the upside down bird is the bird, yes? Yes. Okay, thank you. Even that's, if it's pointing that, at something? That's, yeah. the da- that's the dangly bird. The dangly bird? Yes, that's, yeah, it's not only is it, oh, not only, sorry. not only is it F-U, it's also, here's, here's something swinging. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right, all right. Um, you know, I was going to, ha- I had some digicies, and then Tyler spoke. <laughs> Oh. And, and, it's such a event when he speaks. When Tyler speaks, we have to say, "Oh, everything else needs to go out the window." We'll be back with that. Stop everything with him and his just. I don't know. Are you? I can't. Are you? I'm trying to figure out. Are you ridiculous? Yes. He's ridiculous. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. You're ridiculous. We'll be back. Uh, new music, br- brand new. Boys a liar. Pink Pantherest. I have to say it that way. I don't know why. Pink Pantherest. 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 Sounds good that way. On Starwater two point one. Knoxville's number one hit music station is Star 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. We got her versus him, Mark versus Kim, 720-ish this morning. Uh, we'll play The List is the Game of the Day for a pair of tickets to the Dogwood Arts Southern Skies Music Festival, May 20th and 21st. Uh, that's a that's quite the expensive ticket, by the way. That's a big show. Get a pair of those tickets for you to get. A, that's uh, 720-ish this morning with The List is the Game of the Day. Um, so in the segment just previous to this, I said, is, is Tyler just ridiculous? And you, oh, oh yes. He is ridiculous. So yeah, <laughs> And so you went fishing with your son yesterday. Yep. And then what? I had leftover worms. Mm-hmm. So I brought them home mm-hmm. and I tried to put them in the refrigerator and then my girlfriend got extremely upset. Well, no wonder you don't put worms in the refrigerator. Well, that's where I got them from at Walmart. They were in the refrigerator. At Walmart? Yeah. Right. Is there in the worm refrigerator at Walmart? Or there is there milk and is there That's just know? worms. Just exactly. a bunch of different worms. Yeah, they're not in like the so what'd you dairy say? section. I mean, right. They, well, I mean like they inhabit oranges and apples and there were apples and oranges in there in the refrigerator, so I didn't see why there would be a problem. You know, you just <laughs> What? <laughs> you just did an apples and oranges comparison and then mentioned apples and oranges. Worms and food are apples and oranges. I don't even think it's like when you compare two things that are not like you know that's apples and oranges. Uh, So you might say, "Hold on, I didn't even think of it that way." And there's the ridiculous. (laughs) By you putting worms in a food refrigerator, makes the worms and the food apples and oranges. And you pointed out, hold on, in the argument of why you should be able to keep worms in the refrigerator, (laughs) you said to your girlfriend, "Well, there's apples and there's oranges, and worms inhabit." Apples and oranges. Yeah, like I don't know where that, you're buying your produce from. The worms but that maybe, pop out. What? The worms that pop out the apple. What are you watching? Like children's books? <laughs> I mean, like, what are you looking at? Like, like the bookworms? I mean, yeah. Not in real. Not in the food we eat, my friend. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, truly, we we try to buy food without the apples. I mean, just, see now you got me all messed up without the without the worms in them. We certainly don't put worms in the refrigerator so they can inhabit the apples. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're sealed. I'm sure they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. But there's just, you know, it's like put them in the crisper. Want, I don't want, In the crisper next to the apples and oranges. I don't yeah. want worms in my refrigerator. <laughs> if there's going to be worms in the refrigerator, they're going to be in the garage refrigerator. And even there, I don't want them. Well, is the garage refrigerator for more than just food? That's food storage. It's food storage. It's right? drinks mostly. So, well, if it's just okay. extra cheese, you know, stuff out there that, you know. But then again, in your refrigerator, with things as expired as they are, 
They, they may have, I fixed that. They may have worms anyway. No, I have fixed that. <laughs> you know, or maggots or no. anything else. Look, you've had rotten- I have fixed that. Set, you, look, you brought in seven to ten-year-old condiments one I time. fixed that. I threw oh, them God. away after but that. But do you understand what we we're saying? Them <laughs> My son checks them regularly now. Why do you have to check them regularly? Because we want to be sure they're not. Do me a favor. Say the word. Now. Say the word regularly again. Regularly. <laughs> it's one of those words I have a hard time with. Regularly. <laughs> Sounds like someone's eating a worm over there. Yeah. Start with a two point one six twenty six on the Mark and Kim show. I'm going to talk about a story that should not. That should not. Have uh, the U.S. Treasury Department showing up here at the front door. Should not. Should not. I'm going to talk about money that's expired. Because once I got visited by the Secret Service by doing this. And we'll chat about this story next on Starwater 2.1. 629 and Jaded. It's Miley Cyrus on Starwater 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station. Uh, If you would like to listen to more of the Mark and Kim show, not just what's on the radio... It's on the Mark and Kim Show podcast, available on all the podcast apps, including the Starwater 2.1 app. And if you'd like a link to Friday's show, text us at 656-STAR, 656-7827, and I will, I'll send you a link. I'll text you a link right back to get you right to whatever you have. If you have an Android phone, I'll send you the Google link. If you have an Apple phone, an iPhone, I'll send you the Apple link. Easy as that. Or you can just download the Starwater 2.1 app. Oh, apps. <gasps> Met somebody over the weekend. Oh, I don't mess with apps. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. All the time. You don't even know it. 6.30 on the dot. Yeah, 2000, excuse me, 1997 or 8, when uh, one of the currencies, I think it was a $20 bill, was changing design. And uh, me and my morning show partner at the time at Z104 in Madison, Wisconsin, thought it would be funny to say that you better collect up all your old 20s because after the, re- after the new design and the printing of the new $20 bill design, that your old 20s weren't going to be good anymore. People panic, I would imagine. Well, they were like calling the radio station and what's going on with this? And <laughs> about 9.30, 9.45, show's getting ready to wrap up. The general manager pops his head in the radio station and says, yeah, there's someone here to see you. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's <laughs> someone here to see you. Ominous. <laughs> yeah. Bum, bum, bum. So I went down the hall and not in black suits, not in sunglasses, but two gentlemen, representatives of the United States Treasury Department, which happened to be a branch of that U.S. Treasury Department in Madison, Wisconsin, you know, Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, yeah, we're going to need you to go back on the radio and tell people that there is no expiration dates on old money. And, of course, everybody who heard the first time never hears the retraction on things. Oh, no. but And we'd also set it up by saying, hey, by the way, starting at 7 o'clock in the morning, we're going to say that the 20s are going to be expiring. You better collect them up because they're going to be not going to be good and blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, we let people off the hook. We had to go back on the air and spend a significant amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> While the Secret Service agents were in the studio to make sure that we got all the information that they want us to. Yeah. The, That's yeah, scary. That was scary. Well, and say this. How about this? <laughs> <laughs> see now see this is this is something else man finds forty seven thousand five hundred dollars in spanish pesetas in his wall it's always the i love a good i, I love a wall find i do that i love too. yes yeah. and so he's tearing apart his home to redo the home and there's forty seven thousand five hundred dollars in pesetas and don't you assume that's bad money when you find i mean it's oh, from yeah. drug deals or no in a uh, house it's 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 granddad oh in the house, it's 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 people that when 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 my uncle and aunt died at the same time, we went through all their 
personal possessions and we were folding up their clothing. We felt these lumps in, in my uncle's shirt. And he was had wads of cash stuffed now, into pockets and stuff now like that. Now, that's when I think it's granddad. When it's in the wall, yeah, I think it's, you know, it'll be Uncle Ed who was, was hiding money <laughs> Uncle from the Ed. deals. Uncle Ed. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, no. But the problem is his joy of finding the Spanish pesetas was short-lived. Because they ceased to be legal tender in 2002. Ooh. Not like in, not like when you come across at an antique sale some old Confederate dollars and think, oh, I wonder if these are any good. Because, you know, Confederate dollars. Run to yeah. the Weigels and buy some milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be funny to buy some expired condiments with the expired no Confederate dollars back in the day. <laughs> yeah, 2002, you had to switch all your money over to the, uh, to the euro. And that money was not convertible at this point in time. I guess there's some expiration. Statute of lim- limitations, I guess. I don't guess. know if that's an actual limitation. Who knows? But the fact of the matter is he's got $47,500 in pesetas that he can't do a daggum thing with other than just maybe frame them. or. So it's not really $47,000 anymore. Yeah. It's just well, paper. It's actually just, it's literally just a stack of paper now. Nice art. That's. I mean, why should there ever be an expiration on that? There shouldn't. There that's shouldn't. frustrating. Yeah. I would hate to come across that much money and not be able to do a thing with it. Well, you do the same thing with your paycheck. Can you take your off Nonsense. Sabrina Carpenter on Starwater 2.1, 644. And we all subject each other to our own interests from time to time. But did I really? Could I have gone all day without knowing the new... What is it, the new boyfriend of Miley Cyrus's mother you felt that I needed to know this morning? Well, when we played Miley earlier, I and, just and said, now? yeah. And you said what now? I, I, that Tish is Tish engaged. to, to whom? <laughs> you don't even know? Well, I had to look it up again. Uh, and <laughs> She brings half-baked stories. You see that Tish is engaged to another celebrity? I'm like, who? And she goes, I don't know. Well, I just saw Kimberly it this Renee, weekend. Kimberly yeah. Christmas. Start with a 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. We got an email last week about uh, wedding receptions. Now, DJ White Noise, you do uh, you do weddings. Yes. Okay. Have you noticed the trend of leaving early? And I don't uh, mean the, I don't mean the couple. I mean like the crowd dissipating to the point where like the couple's just standing there at the end going, "Hey, it ain't over yet." That's situational. My fiance and I were at a wedding reception, and as the night wore on, I noticed some guests beginning to leave early. And then with about 30 minutes left in the reception, people more, more and more people began grabbing their coats and heading out. I felt horrible for the couple. They must have felt like their big day was boring people. I find this to be totally rude. It's one thing if there's an emergency, but tacky if you're simply rushing to get home. We will be sending our wedding invites out soon. Can you ask your listeners if they would find it rude if I included a request that guests stay for the entire reception? Or if that's not a good idea, does anyone have a suggestion? We're spending so much time and money on this one day. I want people invited who truly want to celebrate with us, not to just show up and have a meal and leave. Thanks so much. And that's uh, came to us last week, and I wanted to talk about this. Is is this? A, do, do you go to any weddings that people have been leaving? Or? The last wedding I went to was in March, mm-hmm. and I mean it was. It was fine. Nobody left early. I mean, one one person that I can think of left early, and it was because his guest was ill. I mean, okay, they literally that, had that's to. Not, that's not. But a, I mean, no. But, I mean, the rest of the people were there. Have and you noticed dancing that, yeah? and having fun? I have. I always. It always just seemed to me that they had their own thing to do, like they had other plans or something like that. So I usually so they do try a to, pop over for the wedding reception. Hey, yeah, I'm going to pop in for a little while. Yeah, that's what it seems like, and that's why I always try to get the uh, the dances done. Like as soon as the pictures are done after the right the after ceremony. reading, you mean after reading the wrong name of the bride and groom? Yeah, yeah. 
it, <laughs> is it because the... Uh, I'm sorry. That never won't amuse me. That was 10 years ago. It doesn't matter what it was. 10 as, years ago, it as, doesn't matter. As Kim, has learned, as Kim has learned, 10 years ago is just a hiccup in terms yeah. of you know me remembering 17 things. years ago, it doesn't yeah, matter. So oh, it doesn't matter. matter. Is it because the pictures are taking so long that people have eaten, they've talked with everybody they're going to talk with, and by the time the bride and groom get to the reception, it's like everybody's been, it is well, incumbent. Been for an hour. It is incumbent as someone who's shot dozens of weddings in my life. I can tell you right now, it's incumbent upon the wedding photographer to get done every all the wedding pictures. But the old studio kind of set up with the lights and everything, that's kind of Reeve Goat. That's kind of, that's gone. That's a well past, doesn't even happen much anymore. Candid shots of everybody together is like the cool thing. Mm-hmm. And, and photographers can boom, 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 boom that. As long as you got somebody kind of pushing through and say, okay, now we need this people and now we need those people. Now get out of the way. And well, I know need, most of those are taking place before the wedding now. I mean, it's not so much. I mean, I know a lot of the weddings that I've been to recently, mm-hmm. um, those are taken even before. I mean, it doesn't even, you Like know, they show up at their house a couple of days early, you mean? No, or? I mean, before the wedding. It's <laughs> like heard of that. hours before. People get ready and then I mean, they're if you commit to going before. to the reception, when should you leave after the, like, the dancing starts? Because when my daughter got, wed- got married... Um, I know me and other parents of grooms and brides and, and other people, the, the adults, the older adults that were there, they started dancing and carrying. We just got, we got, we got out of their way. I don't think that's the same thing. We left. Yeah, I don't know. At least watch the first dances, at least. So the first respectful. dances, and then when things start to break down into, yeah, maybe make me want to shout. You know, ca- yeah, right. yeah. And then, then you can get out by that point. Yeah. Now, and also, it's also important to let the bride and groom eat first. That way that the guests stick around because they still haven't eaten yet. Like, it's their day. They should be able to eat first, and then everybody else can get in line. The bride and groom usually miss the meal, though, a lot mm-hmm. of times. Yeah, they, some they do. Yeah. yeah. Work in the room as hard as they do. All right. <laughs> be careful of DJ White Noise. <laughs> Have a big cue card with your name on it when you walk in. Here, my name is Matt. <clears throat> Start with a 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Ooten Law Firm. We were just talking about whether you should leave uh, wedding receptions early, like putting a time that you can leave on. And You wanted to say what about that now? I'm actually a wedding planner in the area. Okay. You can put that on the invitation, but it's not going to matter. Um, everyone's going to do what they're going to do, and there's really nothing you can do to make them stay the whole time. Well, what if you have a giveaway at the end or something? You know, <laughs> like a contest. I mean, you can do that. What I would recommend to this person is put like a timeline somewhere and say that you're going to do a send-off at whatever time you're ending, and that might entice people to stay. What if like in the movie Braveheart, where the lord of the territory rides in and invokes rights of prima nocta, where he can... <laughs> So someone gets to take the bride away and, and uh, let's just say break her in for a little while. Is that is that something that will keep people longer? I mean, I mean, the number one hit music station is Star One Hundred Two Point One on this oh May first. Yeah, I thought it was April thirty first. It's Sorry. gonna be May. Okay, seven oh seven on the Mark and Kim show. Did you? It's gonna oh that's Justin Timberlake. Gonna yeah. bang yeah. May. Yes, it's gonna be May. And me. <laughs> and you. And what did you want to say? What now? My son has oh, really oh, surprised God. me with his new favorite song. Cool. That's all I'm gonna say until Well we've heard him we've I heard him attempt to, to sing songs in the past. Well this is not him well, it is about him singing. Okay. Well if if there's well, we've heard you sing. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and, and we've heard him sing. I might be able to find a clip or two. Well, we'll be back on the Mark and Kim show. Miguel, he can sing. No doubt about sure thing on the Star. What did you play?
865-656-7827 is how you reach the morning show during the morning show on Knoxville's number one hit music station. It is the Mark and Kim show. Cloudy, breezy throughout the day. High 63. What? 63. I thought it was supposed to be spring. Tonight, 45. It's about 44 as you get up this morning. And then 63 tomorrow again. 67 on Wednesday. Sunshine, but uh, doesn't get anywhere near the 80s. And not even until next week. Just kind of cool. I love it when my son says, Mom, I want you to hear what, what I'm listening to. All right. I said, okay, because right. that lets me into his world a little bit. What was he singing here? When okay, he was... whoa, 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 the What was he listening to then? I have no idea. This is a recording of him in the shower, because you know that's appropriate. Well, I was out in the hallway. <laughs> no, no, darling. This is you in the bathroom with a recording device of your underage son. But well, you know. His shower is in one part of the bathroom, then there's another part of the bathroom I, I, I don't, that I don't I need can a schematic. In. But anyway. <laughs> Just enough to yeah. think about it. But I love it when he says, you wanna, I want to play you what I'm listening to right now. Okay. Well, so he was actually in my car can I, can the I, other can day. Can I guess? Can I guess? Sure. Lil Uzi Vert. That's huge right now. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought maybe that. Drake, he's really into Drake. Okay. So I thought, okay, this is what he's going to play for me. And, uh, is this the link goes, you've sent me and told me not to open? Mm-hmm. Okay. He goes, let me get it on my phone, Mom, because he was in my car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. And I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be Drake or something like that. Mm-hmm. He puts his phone in my Oh, holder. is it artificial intelligence? He plugs it in. I thought maybe, yeah. AI, <laughs> so I'm excited. AI-generated songs? So he gets his phone all Whoa! hooked up. <laughs> Not it? No. So he gets his phone all hooked up. He hooks it up to my Bluetooth, and right. this is what he plays for me. So I can click this on this Click link. on it now. All right. This is what my son is listening to. Cash for the noggins and the piggins and the frickins. Cash for the hogshead cask and demijohn. Cash for the crackers and the pickles and the fly paper. Look, what do you talk? 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 What the hell are we listening to? It is rap. You can bigger, 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 you can talk, you can talk, you can talk, 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 bigger, bigger, bigger. You can talk all you want, but it's different than it was. No, it ain't. And it's Rock Island from Music Man. Do you know why he's listening to this? Because his high school <laughs> has just done the production of Music Man, and a couple of his friends, some of his really good you friends, know, are in it. One of his real good friends was the lead in it. Are you trying to kill this kid's reputation? No, no. Well, it's, you know, you did that to me over the weekend. If you did, if you saw Kim, <laughs> if you saw Kim on uh, on Tiersha Smith's Voices of the Valley. You, it, it's up on our Facebook page now. You can check it out for yourself. She tries to just, she just, you destroyed my reputation. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Well, you destroyed my reputation. I just speak the truth. Yeah, well. So he's in my car, wow. and, and my son. Uh, didn't you say that you guys are on the cusp of cool well, recently? I thought he was, at least. But you got to know the territory. So he puts this in my car, and he's actually rapping along to it. So he's been listening oh, to it. Let's hear that. Well, I don't have that with me because I was well, so shocked. I'm that? driving. Uh, and he's going along with this song. It, wait, hold on. Does he not realize that you don't need any distractions? Uh, well, and he's getting all the words. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and he puts his hand up to his mouth and he says it like there's somebody else in the car with me who's going to hear it. And he goes, I've been listening to this nonstop since I saw the play at school. And I'm looking at him mm. and I look back at the road he's and I look at him. Kid. 
He's a theater kid. And I'm like, he hasn't done theater since he was in middle school. Yeah, that's not theater, by the way. And I'm like, that's a play. And I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, really? And then he goes, listen to this, mom. And now I've never seen. So we don't have any audio? I've never. I was driving and he puts it on my Bluetooth. And then he goes, listen to this, mom. And he gets it on Shapoopy. And I'm I'm, like, I'm sorry. Shapoopy. It's another song. You know, you're speaking about a a show from when? Well, 1938, 42, 16. But he's listening to the soundtrack that Hugh. Jackman did. Shup- then he puts it. And he goes. He goes and get ready for the big finish, Mom. Seventy six trombones. And I mean, and he's singing along to all of them. So there he sits in his football leather jacket. We'd and like he's to in apologize seat. to the eighteen to twenty four year old Mark and Kim show listener. Who's he's going, eighteen. What, what the he's hell 18. is Kim talking about? He is our target audience. His high school has put on this play, and he's like, I can't stop listening. Well, I mean, how many people sang along to all the Hamilton songs and stuff like that? But this is. And I'm like, what okay, are you right. doing? What has happened to my son? What has happened to your son? Hold on. You raised him. You raised him. I've never even you seen this all the way through. raised him. There's no other way but to put it. But this is what he's listening to when he's driving around Knoxville right now. He okay. goes, I can't stop listening, Mom. I've been listening ever since I saw it. With Jim Walter, you can have anything you want and more. I wonder what... We need two. Southern Skies Music Festival, May 20th and 21st. Come get them now. A man and a woman to play her versus him. Mark versus Kim. Don't worry. It's not Say My Name. It's the list. Start with a 2.1. Her versus him. When we come back, it's going to be Mike versus Caitlin. Today, the list for Southern Skies Music Festival tickets. Coming up. Start with a 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim. As we welcome our two contestants, one named Mike, one named Caitlin. Today, Mike and Caitlin are playing the list for... A pair of tickets to the Dogwood Arts Southern Skies Music Festival, May 20th and 21st, featuring St. Paul and the Broken Bones, Grace Potter, and the Knoxville's own The Dirty Governors. The Knoxville's own. Yeah, well, Knoxville's own The Dirty Governors. Good morning, Mike. Morning. Hello, Caitlin. Morning. All right, so it'll be a list. She'll hand me a list. I'll try to describe this list to you, Mike, over 75 seconds. Caitlin, pay attention. If we don't get one, we have to skip and move on, or we run out of time at the end. There'll be points for you to attempt for you to attempt to steal, and we'll keep track of those with your attempts, but we won't tell you anything more about that after, okay? So you'll have a chance to steal at the end of the round. And then Mike, after Caitlin and Kim play, and then we'll have your chance to steal as well. Who's shorting groceries in there? What's going on? Everything everything okay? Nobody pumping gas? Yes. Okay. Nobody's pumping gas. All right. <laughs> nope, not over here. All right, sounds good. All right, I think we're Mike and me go first. Is that right? That's right. right. And today's list is from oh listener Katie. Oh, funny. Caitlin on the phone? Katie, same person? Yes. yes, sir. All right. All right, Mike, on your mark. Get set, go. Okay, this is, uh, this is the great range we have between Tennessee and... Uh, North Carolina. It's it's the Appalachian Mountains. Yes, but, but Mountains. yes, very good. Um, bourbon is a type of alcohol. Yes, but specifically, what type of like Irish? This. Liquor? Come on, man. Uh, Think about the base. Bourbon. Yeah, bourbon. No, I said bourbon, dude. Bourbon is a form of Irish whiskey. Very good. Uh, the t- team name for the University of Tennessee. Volunteers? 
Um, this is uh, where country artists go and they get inducted into this place in Nashville. Grand Ole Opry. Um, you take pig and you roast it for a long time and then you shred it and eat it. What is that called? Pulled pork. Well, yes, but if it's just the whole, like, you got bris- barbecue. Yes, very good. The Nashville blank hockey team, who is that? Predators. Uh, who is the major icon of Sevierville and the great theme park down there? Dolly Parton. Yes. Uh, this is the music known from Memphis. It's uh, with uh, not jazz, jazz, but not jazz, but Blues. like. Yes, very good. This is the former coach of the women's basketball team. Legendary. Yes. This is the drink of Tennessee, which we ran out of. No. We ran out of time. Ah. Caitlin, you can steal a point there. Which one do you want to st- try to steal? Well, that's the only one she has. To yeah. Yeah. Kay- so that's the only one. Do you want to steal it? Minshon. She got it. She got it. So Caitlin has a point and Mike has nine. You liking these submitted lists, Kim? I'm liking it because they're seeing how it is. <laughs> so Mike has nine. Caitlin has one. All right. <laughs> All right, you'll have the same 75 seconds, Caitlin. Mike, listen closely. You have a chance to steal. Not that you'll need it, but here we go. On your mark, get set, Caitlin, and go. All right, this is when, um, like, Todd Howell or uh, Ken Weathers. Meteorologist. uh, Yes, but when they stand in front of a map and they give you what's going to happen for the week, what is that? The weather update. Um, yeah, but it's for the week, so it's they're doing this. Forecast. Okay, put the two words together. Weather forecast. Yes, very good. This is what you uh, pull your car into to go into your garage. garage. No, to go into your garage. but Garage it's, door. No, it's the outer part of your house. It's the concrete. Right. Yes, thank you. This is the um, the really popular shoes. They're soft side and they're not sneakers, but they're um, they you don't lace them up. You just stick your sh- your foot in them. And okay, we're gonna skip that. These are the uh, the uh, little circle cereal that you feed your kids without milk a Cheerios. lot of times. Yes, thank you. This is you go back and forth, back and forth, and it's a type of thing that you uh, you sit with your baby to put them to sleep. Back and forth, back and forth rock okay but it's what is it the full Rocker. name okay but the full name of it back and forth back and forth what is it it's over is what it is it is uh she had a total of four even though i should have buzzed you on ken weathers for weather forecast uh, yeah because i said but i was feeling name. magnanimous well you know you can have it steal four one to nine. mike did you want to steal anything she tried to get there hey dude yeah hey, you dude. got it so he's got 10 there you go buddy yeah. Tough to come up with a list that's not too hard or not too easy, isn't it, Kim? It is. Mm, y'all will learn something, aren't you? <laughs> Thanks for playing, Caitlin. Congratulations, Mike. We'll see you out there at the uh, Dogwood Arts Southern Skies Music Festival, my friend. It's Remo with Selena Gomez on Star World of 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station, 747 on May 1st. Welcome to May Day, everybody, on 20, it's uh, 2023, that's the year, yeah. Um, do you think Gwyneth Paltrow is being Gwyneth Paltrow on purpose? I don't well, know that she knows how to be anybody else. Yeah, yeah, some people know how to act, and some people just know that they're... I. We'll talk about whether or not she's trolling us. One more time, you've not heard about what she said about conscious uncoupling, or unconscious coupling? Wait a minute, it's one of the two. Conscious uncoupling. yes. Unconscious coupling is something you do in college. That's right. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, we'll get into that next after Kim Petrus. 
Kim Petrison, Nicki Minaj, and Alone on Star 102.1 as you get the new music right here first on Knoxville's number one hit music station. So, Gwyneth Paltrow, she's becoming, or if she's not already, insufferable, right? Like, to the point, it's like, you're, you're like you, you can't believe the things you're saying, Gwyneth, right? Like, she would, like on the stand at her trial recently, uh, how, how distraught she was because she, well, you know, I did lose a half a day of skiing. I think it was the quote, <laughs> one of the quotes of the trial based on, you were really affected by this whole thing about, you know, being knocked down and blah, and hurt and blah, blah. Yeah. Yes, I lost a half a day of skiing. You know, in a life where you can go half day of skiing any day you wanted to. And when she says that, you wonder, you know, is she kidding? Is she being dry-witted? Or, and that's where yeah. I wonder, are we being trolled by Gwyneth Paltrow when she says these words? Gwyneth Paltrow is proud of making divorces easier by popularizing conscious uncoupling. It was about 10 years ago, 10 years now into the term conscious uncoupling when she and Chris Martin from Coldplay were separating mm-hmm. and she used the term conscious uncoupling, which is just pure ridiculousness. Yeah. Well, over the weekend, Gwyneth said that she did not coin the phrase, but she's happy that it went viral, even if people made fun of her uh, for it, for it because it helped loosen the seriousness of breakups and divorce. Well, divorce is serious, though. She said, but listen to this. She goes, it makes me feel pretty proud when people come up to me on the street and say, thank you for introducing the concept of conscious uncoupling because we're good friends now with my ex. That I've played a a small part, Gwyneth says, in the cultural shift where people can choose something other than just being together or being apart. What? What she's saying (laughs) is that just be just just calling divorce conscious uncoupling somehow lessens the blow of the divorce let me tell you you're going to be friends with your ex whether you or or not it's a 50 50 proposition it's a black or white proposition it's going to be it's either going to be friends with them or you're not plain and simple but oh wait a minute now we have the term conscious uncoupling to work with oh it's going to be fine Gwyneth she's she's full of herself right well, I think she is. A little bit. But yeah. I don't think she knows she is. I think she really feels what she says and what she does is normal in her life. But her life is so, her normal is so different than our normal just from yeah. her life. I have a picture of her here and she's uh, <clears throat> she's barefooted. Wow. Hello. I mean, I'm not into feet, but damn. Oh, oh, question. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, miss. I'm going to get my OnlyFans foot fetish site up over the weekend. How did that go? I have pictures. Answer the question, Tyler. <laughs> why, mm-hmm. why are you suddenly calling me Tyler? Because you're doing exactly what he does. I ask a direct question, you don't give me an answer. Did you set up your OnlyFans with your foot fetish modeling? I and, have pictures. Did you set up your OnlyFans site like you promised two weeks ago to do? Yes or no? I have pictures. Star 102.1. The Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Ooten Law Firm. On Knoxville's number one hit music station. Every patty that has ever listened to the Mark and Kim show has weighed in on the Mark and Kim show Facebook page. That's the truth. Because of something I overheard in a restaurant. I don't know if they were discussing baby names, but the name Patty came up. And we'll talk about it next on Starwater 2.1. Double Fantasy on Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. I was at a restaurant over the weekend and I couldn't see who was saying these things because there was a divider. No, the tables were close, but it was just like a divider between us. I could see the top of their head, so I don't know if they yeah. were younger women like discussing baby names. But I heard this phrase, oh, is Patty just the worst female name ever? But isn't it short for Trisha usually? Well, may it may very well be, but 
just the name Patty. People can be named Patty without being named Patricia. Hmm. I think there's Patties that have weighed in on this comment. A I put lot it up, of them. I put it up on Facebook. I'm like, I just overheard over the weekend. Patty is the worst female name of all time. <laughs> and I always thought that Peggy was. Peg or Peggy or even Pat. 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 Yeah. Although we have a lot of comments <laughs> <laughs> that put Pat. People have thoughts. Do that, Kim. <laughs> they definitely have thoughts. Like, uh, like Jill has written in that her grandmother went, went by the name Oral. Mm. That's unfortunate for, yeah. uh, for for Granny. Just uh, yeah, <laughs> Granny Oral. <laughs> hey ho, hello, Kim. <laughs> I don't know what your son's. I don't know what your son's favorite search terms are on the internet, but uh, you know, <laughs> I think you just that would be unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle writes Clyda. Clyda. I've never in my life heard anybody named Clyda. Is that their Nor father was their father was named Clyde and they wanted to have the female version of Clyde? So Clyda. Clyda. Tiffany writes in that Jervis. Ugh. My elementary school lunch lady was named Jervis. And I got a friend named Jervis. All right. Isn't it it's a he. Okay, we're talking about female names. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. So give me just a quick yes or no as in is it worse than Pat or Patty? All right. Pa- Patty. Patty. Jervis, worse? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it is. Patty, our first of the Patties, start to weigh in now in the comments. Hmm, should I be offended? I honestly couldn't care less and don't mind. However, I can't stand when someone tries to call me Pat. Don't shorten it. I think Pat, yeah, it's Pat, Pat's worse than Patty, right? Yeah. Say, uh, Shady writes. Shady? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shady writes, my grandmother's name was Beulah. Definitely beats Patty. I like the name Beulah. Why? I don't know. It just doesn't. It just it's it's not terrible to me. Beulah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Beulah. Are you okay? I don't know. Did I you feel like you have to say it like Beulah. Did you have a bubble in your throat? No, I don't know. You have to say it that way. Beulah. <laughs> um, Patricia. Hey, Patricia weighs in. Oh, I hate when someone calls me Patty. My oldest has me listed as Patty on her phone. <laughs> that, oh, that's just to mess with you. And then of course all the Karens. Start weighing in about... And now that's a worse name than just about anything. It, Karen yeah, has been lost. And it's sure. funny because somebody mentioned that Nettie, N-E-T-T-I-E, was one of the worst names. Then Nettie weighs in on Karen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Nettie used to be the worst, but now... Yeah, let's see. Uh, Alicia says that her mother's name, grandmother's name was Flora. See, I think Florida... Florida. Florida. Wow. Flora. <laughs> There's three Floras in a row. I think Flora is coming back as like a, like a name for little girls. Is it Flora? I think I like Flora. Yeah. Flora. Flora. It's not worse than Patty. No, no it's not. not at all. Vanda. Vanda. Or is it Vonda? V-A-N-D-A. There was a singer called Vonda Shepherd. Yeah. I didn't mind Vonda. Vonda worse than Patty? Not worse than Patty. Quick no, more. no. Not worse. I don't think so. Here's another, here's another Patty. As a Patty, I don't think it's that bad. I once took care of an Alfreda, <laughs> not Alfredo, but, <laughs> but Alfreda. That's got to be worse than Patty, right? <laughs> Marie says, my name is Ollie, O-L-L-I-E. Now, I think that's kind of cute. I like my, that name. My, great, my great-grandfather walked away from our great-grandmother and married himself an Ollie back in 1908. So you probably don't like that name. Oh, I hate it. Just because of that. Yeah. yeah. Man, I've never met. That's the thing. Yeah, but the story, you know. Tanika? Tanika lays, weighs in on Myrtle. I had an Aunt Myrtle. 
Here's also a Myrtle from Deborah, also with a Mildred. Worse than Patty. Mildred, worse than Patty. That's my grandmother's name, so I'm going to say Oh, no. you're going to take yourself out of this. Yeah. Kelsey writes in, I thought my, my grandmother's name, Madge, was the worst. Madge. Oh, that's bad. Madge. Is Madge short for something, or is it just well, Madge? Well, Marge is usually short for either Margaret or Marjorie or something like that. Marge and Madge. See, Marge and Madge to me... I can't t- I can't tell you which is worse. But it's Madge, me, Madge. Okay, well, I think Madge is worse. Yeah, I do too. More of your comments coming up on what's name what a name what is a name worse than Patty? Madge. Florida. Flora. <laughs> Flora. Florida. Florida. Flora. I'll get it right. Yes. Flora. You're having trouble with that. Florida. Start 102.1, Mark and Kim's show. Going to continue to discuss names worse than Patty. As I overheard a conversation in a restaurant over the weekend. Is Patty just like the worst female name? We've had other candidates, and I think we've found a bunch that are worse than Patty. We'll be back. 8.28 now on Star 102.1. Left, right, XG on Star 102.1. The Mark and Kim show. So we're talking about the name Patty, and someone in the comments is wondering... Uh, after I overheard at a restaurant, someone says, is there a worse female name than Patty? Carrie writes, wait a minute, were you at Qu- uh, Quaker Steak and Lube? Because that sounds a lot like a conversation I was having yesterday. I said, got a table of Donnas and Barbs, and we started throwing out stereotypical middle-aged women names, and the other person said, Patty for sure. <laughs> I was not at Quaker Steak and Lube, but that's so funny how two conversations about the name Patty. Oh, Patty, you better come out. Come on, Patty. Patty. <laughs> Patty. <laughs> so other people are weighing in on the worst names on our Facebook post. We've got a bunch, you know, Mildred. There's so many Gertrudes. They actually became a category of their own at the end here. Oh. Where people are just putting up one because it sorts by, I guess, the most relevant or people have interacted the most. I don't know how it works, but there's like a 15 string Gertrudes. of Gertrudes. How about this one? Anita says Tiffany. Anita is the worst female name. Because of all the, I need a blank. Oh, I need a blank. I can yeah. see where that would become a problem. I need a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about Amanda though? Amanda hug and kiss or Amanda? you love to say that. Well, <laughs> you know, sometimes you, Amanda needs Amanda hug and kiss. Mm. True. Uh, Karen weighs in. Ooh. Despite what some have answered, Karen is not the worst name. <laughs> I've had several classmates named Karen. I'm one of three Karens in my family. Oh. Yeah, you've lost mm. the name Karen. I doubt there's anybody now named Karen. You've got to be so far from the internet now before you'll name a child Karen. I would think oh, so, yeah. yeah. Sarai writes Latrina. Latrina. Would you name- like the latrine. So if you don't literally, like if I said the word, like what's a latrine, would you be able to define that? No. You don't know what a latrine is? I don't. So you saw if you met a girl named Latrina- you wouldn't think about building a trench to go to go poo poo and pee pee. No, I wouldn't. But that sounds like a an latrine, awful name now. I remember the first time I ever went camping with the Boy Scouts because I was the rook, the tenderfoot. I had to go dig up a hole called a latrine. Mm-hmm. Now I have a cousin named Trina. That's Katrina, not Latrina, or just you know, just short. Trina. Okay, that makes sense. It's just Trina, but, but now, if you put the "la" in front of it, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, it's Latrina. Well, but it's still latrine. You got yeah. that name in there. But you yeah. made it sound like we hadn't said it yet. It's like a whole different thing. It's latrina. No, I know. Okay. I'm just Bertha. saying. Bertha makes the list. My great grandmother's name was Bertha. How about Myra checking in to say Hortense? There's a Myra. I'm talking about the worst names a female can have. Myra. Because My, whenever you're making fun of a name, you go Myra. Myra. Like Myron. Myra. Is checking in about Hortense. Well, Hortense is pretty bad. Yeah. Hortense. Hortense is bad. Hortense. Put it in the Hortense. 
Is that like the past tense, the present tense? No. That's the, the whore tense. That's the whore tense. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Patty, Patty, uh, Patty has put a bunch of crying faces. Deanna has said Bernice is the worst female name. Emily writes Nevaeh because that's heaven backwards. There's a lot of those. Ah. There, there was a spade of those <gasps> a few years back. Here comes Timothy. Is not Dorcas... The worst female name. It's Dor- a Bible name. Dorcas. Yeah, maybe a Bible name. That doesn't make it. But it is pretty bad. Yeah, it's bad. Dorcas. Dorcus. Because the word dork has evolved. Dork. Since the Bible, I think, right? Yeah, well. I mean, Moses yeah. wasn't calling people Dorcas out in the. <laughs> Dorcas. Okay. <laughs> That's my wife. I know. I'm calling her Dorcas. <laughs> then you will be Dorcas. <laughs> Gertrude. Oh, how about. So asking about worst female names. Chastity. Chastity writes in that the worst female name is Chastity. <laughs> because, you know, Chastity is a misspelling of the name Chastity. Right. You have pointed that, that and, out to so and, many people. And, and, and yes, and I don't have, I've awakened a lot. Why am I? And they talked to the mom. Oh, my God. My mom thought it was Chastity. <laughs> well, they thought it was Chastity is what it was. Oh, they, well, okay. They didn't know they were yeah. misrepresenting Chastity. Eunice pops in, Agatha, Gladys. Eunice. Mm-hmm. Blanche. Oh, we had to get way down to the comments before we got that. Blanche was the worst Blanche. female. Blanche. Golden girl. You got to say it like Blanche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, this douchebag named Mike Bell, who I kind of like, says the worst female name out there is Mark Anthony. Pink Pantheress on Star Wars 2.1 and Boys, a liar. Liar pants on fire at 847 on the Mark and Kim show on Knoxville's number one hit music station. We were introduced to our um, Snapchat AI bots last week and we talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, now there's even more concerns about oh, that. You think? Yeah. AI concern? Well, artificial intelligence is a concern. Well, even since, more so. Since when? <laughs> we'll be back. Here's Metro Boom and Star Wars 2.1. Eight fitty. On Star One Two Point One, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim Show. Was it Tyler? You were the one messing with your Snapchat AI. Yeah, bot your yeah, new, was, your new friend. Yeah, was, you still chatting with him? No, I haven't since that time. Mine kept checking in with me over the weekend, saying, "Would you like to talk some more?" Seriously, it's a bit, mm-hmm. it's a bit invasive. Have yeah. you? Now, is, there a, is there a setting where you can ask it not to inf- like to engage you? I don't know because right. I only talked with mine that day that you were talking with yours because I thought, well, I'm going to start talking with mine just to see. Quick update on that is last week or the week before, whenever Snapchat. So, oh, we have an AI bot now. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have anybody. You can just talk to this, the, the bot. And I guess it's intelligent enough to keep a conversation going with you. I, I you know, whatever. It answers very quickly. Uh, they all do. And it says it's advertised as an experimental, um, also to be there to help you and connect you more deeply to the people and things you you care most about. That's the way that it's explained. That's connecting you to a bot. It's exactly. not connecting you to people. What's the newest thing about it? Well, parents and others are concerned that while the bot is helping you, okay, whether you're an adult or a teen or whatever, that it's also making the app more addictive and evading your privacy now you brought up tyler the fact that it um was asking people it said it didn't know where you were and yet it would say something about something that was close by yeah like a restaurant near you yeah it doesn't know where you are but it would bring up something that was close it knows exactly where you are and why why are you guys still falling for that i don't mean you two i just people just people why are you why are you falling for the fact that your phone doesn't know where you are even if you have a vpn all right 
That they know where you are. So one so person... Me, tr- trust me, when you go to court for something, because you murdered somebody, guess what they're going to be able to find? Where your phone was Why the night there? of the murder. So one person asked their bot uh, what color they should do their nails, and it picked out the exact color that they had already decided on. Now she and had You know been why looking, they decided on that? Because more than likely, she probably looked up that color somewhere else. She had been looking else. on Pinterest sure. and had already decided on the color, but she said, I had already looked at all these different colors, and there was no way to know exactly what color I had picked, so she didn't know why, mm. but she said it was the exact same color, and the, and the, her iBot said, I would pick this color, and it was the exact one that she had already picked. Hmm. So it's so weird wrote one uh, Tennessee parent online. And so they're getting worried that they're going to, by talking to the iBot, that they're going to spend more time on Snapchat and that that's going to get them more addicted to the app, which is going to make them spend more time Every on their phones Every social media more. is set up for you to spend as much time on it. They're all addictive. This is not something new. And they're saying that, of course, the chat bot will keep all your information safe and it's not going to go yeah, out Yeah, this is also the same pl- gonna be- place that said that your pictures would disappear. Trust me, they're somewhere. Right. But okay. here's the other thing, that with teens and their um, mental state being in question more and more uh, because they're spending more time on their phones that they're afraid that they're going to um, start thinking that their chat bot is real and lose the fact that it is a chat bot. Whitney has written into the show, my bot tells me that it's human. Exactly. And they're going to start, and they call these hallucinations. Now, we think of hallucinations as something that you see, right. but they're saying that there's also online hallucinations, and this is something that um, you know, mental people, psychiatrists and stuff <laughs> like that... <laughs> Are calling a real problem. Mental professionals, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. Eight, 854. Start one 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Ooten Law Firm, available at 865 656 You want to hear a song? We play songs. It's what we do for a living. We'll play Charlie Puth for you, too. Start with a 2.1, Mark and Kim show tomorrow. During her versus him, Mark versus Kim. The feud is the game of the day. And tickets to the Dogwood Arts Southern Skies Music Festival, which is coming up May 20th and the 21st. We've got tickets for those, and they ain't cheap. But you'll get them for free tomorrow morning, 720, right here. This is two seats.
Start with a 2.1. It's your number one hit music station, Mark and Kim Show. When the buttons stop working, so do we. <laughs> well, we've been pushing a button for the last two minutes going, hey, work, work. So we're, we'll, be in t- we'll be in touch with the engineer. 9.13 on the Mark and Kim Show. That's, uh, that was interesting. Our board just kind of went dark on us there. And it's just like, okay, what am I going to do now? And then, boop, right back on. All right, we'll be back on the... A lot of people basking in the afterglow of Taylor Swift last night in Atlanta, Georgia. She was doing her thing. 923 on the Mark and Kim show here on Starwater 2.1. Here's Coy LaRae. Still got time to nominate your favorite teacher for T- Teacher Appreciation Week. We got a whole bunch of goodies we're giving away with Starwater 2.1. Teacher Appreciation Week, a $200 Food City gift card. Please try not to yawn while I'm talking, Kim, especially when your microphone is wide open. Oh, I didn't think you had my mic open. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's bored by the process of doing radio, everybody. Winning teachers will receive. Uh, okay, now your mic's going off. $200 Food City gift card, 10,000 school bucks points for their school, a basket of treats from the Food City Floral Department. Nominate them at star1021fm.com. Wow. 9.34 on Starwood at 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station. Reminder about the uh, off-air stuff that you get to hear around here. Uh, of course, you got the Starwood at 2.1 app, and you click on On Demand. You can hear the Mark and Kim show any time of the day you'd like. Just click on it, and there's everything we did on the radio just the morning before. And 30 bonus minutes of stuff that we're doing uh, after the show's over. We sit around and just chat about anything. Can you stand it? And, uh, and today needs a disclaimer because of a uh, subject matter. And, yeah, that Mark, and, he just can't keep himself yeah, clean there. That Mark, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Mark. So yeah, mm-hmm. jump on, jump on the Mark and Kim show. Uh, go, I'm sorry, get on the on the Star Two Point One app and look in the bottom right corner. It says on demand. Boom, there we are. You can also talk back through the app. Leave us a message. You can ring the bell next to your favorite song. There's a roster of songs right there. Ring the bell and we'll text you when the song is going to come up. I mean, it's a full service app, and you can find the Mark and Kim show podcast anywhere you get your podcasts: Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple. If you like a link sent to you if you've got an android phone i can send you the google link if you've got an apple iphone i can send you the apple music link to friday's podcast and then you can go ahead and just click on the mark and kim show label right there and then you can have it on your own phone we appreciate you doing that really do and i think you'll like the 30 minutes of extra content it's uh it's different it's kim unleashed mm-hmm. is what it is. <laughs> all you people want is more 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 me, more more well, I may maybe possibly we need a disclaimer, a little word of warning that the oh, top- no, again, huh? Again? <laughs> no, I mean, what, should we not do things on the podcast that heating might up. be what? I said it's heating up. What's heating up? Like we're we're starting to get into the the stuff where we need a disclaimer every time now. Not every time, one time. We've heated it two d- times. Yeah, we've done these for a month now. These bonus thirty minutes of podcast uh, extra stuff, and there's. A, I mean, I don't have to do adult content. No, I like adult content. No, I, I and don't. I think I think we definitely need to warn people if there's going to be well, adult what, content. What the f do you think I'm doing right now? <laughs> and then I'm of course taken to the woodshed as usual. No, I'm just telling you just that funny. this might there might this is just going to be talk of something. Um, that might be considered mature. It's about a, a person who's fathered a lot of children. Okay? Nick Cannon? Okay. It's not about Nick <laughs> Cannon, oh, okay. although the Nick Cannon jokes will fly. I'm just letting you know that we welcome you to the bonus podcast that you're getting for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and that this is a conversation about a sperm donor. Okay. All right? You know, 
Love Honey. Or... Oh. What? Now, let's not call it Love Honey. <laughs> That's the company involved in this. Oh, okay. I thought you were just calling, you know, the sperm... <laughs> Love, honey. No, that would be uh, if I'd said manspackle. That's what I'm... That's... Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're already going too far. No, this is, this, is, this is a legitimate news story out of the BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation, you know? <laughs> yes, man, sperm donor, who has fathered 550 children. And some people are very thankful to have that love, honey. See, mm. I say man spackle, and she continues on with love. <laughs> but you said uh, that was the company. It is. Uh-huh. Love Honey is the company involved in this thing. <sighs> I'm not saying anything like baby batter or anything like that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to be careful when you're licking that bowl. <laughs> you got on me two minutes and 19 seconds ago mm. about being doing a topic that has needed needed a disclaimer, and then you're going to act like this. See, this is this is the this is the when she, when she, what did you say on the interview with Tiersha Smith on TV over the weekend? I'm a lot. I'm sassy. I'm, no, no. I'm I say speak. exactly what I think. I'm a lot is what you said. I and did. So the rest of that sentence would be I'm a lot to. Go ahead, say it. I'm a lot to finish the sentence. Handle. <sighs> uh huh. <laughs> a lot to handle. I am. Okay, you are a lot to handle. Handling you is a whole lot. So how many more jokes do you want to make? Because I mean, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> but I do have a question about the Dutch man suspected of fathering more than 550 children worldwide through sperm donations. He's been ordered to stop. Now, if you've been ordered to stop because of laws involved in the number of children you can father by sperm donation. Okay, so if it's a law, and I'm sure the law is there for a reason because, you know, all laws are there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're breaking the law, that's one thing. But in the whole world of 7 billion people, and let's say his sperm is being donated worldwide, because that's part of the problem here, is that he's gone from fertility clinics all over and, and, and you know, making donations, if you will. So they weren't all At made one, through this one company? Be, no. Okay. Okay, so if, in fact, though, in the world of 7 billion people, one man has fathered 550 children, why is that a bad thing? And people are starting to find out because they're starting to link on these Ancestry.com and was it 32andMe or 13andMe or what's that, 23andMe, the chromosome one, where the DNA tests are yeah. revealing parentage and revealing siblings that you didn't know you had. And so It's a ju- bad thing because you can start overlapping, I would think. After so many, I believe the percentages become more likely that... Some could be related that don't know they're related, and so siblings could run into each other in a bad way. So you're saying West Virginia? Well. (laughs) A Dutch man has been banned from donating to fertility clinics in the Netherlands, and that was in 2017 after it emerged that he had fathered more than 100 children. But instead of stopping, he carried on donating sperm, or whatever nickname Kim wants to give it, abroad and online. According to Hague, has told him to provide a list of all the clinics he has had that he's used. Excuse me, to order them to destroy his sperm. The man is uh, was is said to have misled hundreds of women. So if you donate, see, I don't know if this is about sperm donation because I've never done it. All right, but once you've donated the sperm, 
Aren't you out of the picture? You are. But if you, it, what I was saying a few minutes ago, I, I just looked it up. You're limited in the number of donations that you can make because of the risk of accidental inbreeding. Okay, That's what I, I was that. saying. So oh. you, you think in a world it, of 7 billion people that you could probably avoid that, but who knows? But you <laughs> but you may not because you don't know where that sperm is going. Yeah, like you don't know who's using it. That's what she said. the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to you don't want to have a case where there is inbreeding. I mean, you just the, the percentages are increased the more sperm that you donate. That's a pretty good mathematical equation right there. Even I, who do <laughs> Dutch, not do math. Dutch clinical guidelines that. state that the donor should not father more than 25 children in 12 families, which isn't that bad enough. If, if you know, 550 is bad, 25 should be bad too, right? Yeah. They are asked to limit the number of times they offer their services to reduce the chance that siblings might unknowingly form a couple and have children together, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. But judges said the man helped produce either between anywhere between 550 and 600 children since he began donating back in 2007. He was taken to court by a foundation protecting donors' children's rights and by the mother of one of the children allegedly fathered from his sperm. The point is this kind of kinship network and hundreds of half-brothers and half-sisters is much too large, a spokesman for the court has said. Over 100 of the children fathered by the man were born in Dutch clinics and others privately, but he also donated it to a Danish clinic. Which is a place to go get pastries? Is that what that is? Um, which, which dispatched his semen to addresses in various countries. The judge said the court prohibited. He was spreading the jelly. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm the bad one. <laughs> and I'm the bad one. I'm the naughty one. Your son does he give mm. you these terms? Does he no. like? Hey mom, if you're going to talk about sperm, no. drop man juice on. And us. where are we having <laughs> that conversation? You're, you look, you audio tape him <laughs> while he's in the shower, so I don't want to hear it. You know, I mean, we've got audio. We played audio earlier this morning of you recording him in the shower. So. Well, I'm not in there with him. No, no, no. I didn't I'm mention not. West Virginia. No. Um, this man was, was also not permitted to contact any prospective parents with the wish that he was willing to donate semen, advertises services to protective I'm sorry, prospective parents or protective parents, or join any organization that establishes contact between prospective parents. The donor deliberately misinformed prospective parents about the number of children that he had already fathered in the past. So that's Sounds where, like he's getting a little um, too involved. Well, that's what I've said. I don't understand. Like, I thought once you went in and, you know, you know you've left your... Drop the goodies. Yeah, drop the goodies, you know... You, <laughs> you then I didn't realize I thought it was then incumbent upon the fertility clinic or the sperm donation to say, all right, we have this much of a deposit from this man, and that there should be some sort of network of other sperm donation centers that say, okay, we've got this Joe Blow over here and this you know Jonas Blonus over here from this country, and he's got these sperm and he's got these donations, and they should have it networks, right? I mean, shouldn't they have it somehow? Networked? I would think so. Yeah, you would think yeah. So. But if he's being misleading. I mean, it sounds like he's being less than honest about what he's doing and who he's doing it with How much money in order to donate. That's what I want to know. Nick Cannon does this, and he pays a lot of money. <laughs> I'm curious, After the fact. Like, you know, I mean, because what do they say? I don't know. Like plasma donation. Was that like 200 bucks? Is it? Eh, I, like I don't know. I've never done it. I've never looked into it. I hear it's, you know, you can do it every once in a while. But can't you just donate sperm every few minutes? <laughs> Right. I mean, yeah, I, I, I have no old, idea. As you get older, maybe not so much, but uh, you know, a man of your stature, your age, sir, 
could go from sperm donation to sperm donation and wackada 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 and then have a oh my lot of gosh. Hold on. Don't you oh my gosh anything. <laughs> Don't you you're not no, you have lost the ability to oh my gosh anything. Okay. <laughs> so on average, I'm found it. Sperm donors are paid between one hundred and one hundred twenty dollars per donation. Oh righty. And wow. donating one to two times per week. Donors earn an average of $4,000 in six months. I've been wasting a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Could have put kids through college. I mean, my God. So that's, okay, so so it can be a lucrative thing. Yeah, so no wonder he's... And so can OnlyFans and putting up pictures of your feet. I'm working on it. Oh, yeah. No, you see, you promised us, first of all... I have pictures of my feet now. You just got to make it... Is that what we're talking about, what? No, she just got to make the account. That's all you got to do. That's right. I've got the pictures. You now. said you said on Friday. I promise I'll do it this weekend. Well, I took pictures. Let me guess. Busy, busy, busy. No, I wasn't that why? busy this weekend. <laughs> then why didn't you do it? Because I was taking pictures. I, I, I listen I'm to me. Setting the table. No, you're just not telling us the truth as usual. I am telling you the truth. I you're took the pictures, one and I'm to, I'm, I had gonna, to have stuff to put up there. If we're gonna be naughty. You have to have the account before you can put. But, but when account, I set the account, don't I want to put the pictures up there? I had the account set up before I put my first video up. I did well, too. It doesn't hurt to have the. That's pictures why I want to be able time, to populate but, it. So if you don't know what we're talking about, several podcasts back, and I think maybe even on the air, Kim pretended that she was. Oh, what's this thing about? No, I am excited about foots, it. Foots, foot fetishists, foots. feet, <laughs> and people like digging either. In you were so you were way too interested in it. And so excited about it that we said, okay, fine, let's create Instagram, excuse me, let's create OnlyFans accounts. It's a process, by the way. And the more the process is, the less chance she's going to do something. I've learned that over the years. I'll do it. If it's easy, she'll do it. If it's not easy, she'll find her own time or her own excuses out of it. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar? And so, <laughs> so we both did it. You and I both did it. I came up with my screen name. You came up with yours. It's going to be, see, it's just a little competition. Who can come up with an OnlyFans using their feet? To make the most money in a month's period of time, the fact that we're almost three weeks into this thing and you still haven't set it up yet—but it's when just now when, May first. Like this makes any—you're so funny with you, the points you bring up <laughs> that like are, like are somehow relevant to the argument. Give you an example: when she brought in the package from Wuhan, China, during the very beginning of the pandemic, when you know things supposedly had Wuhan uh, virus thing uh, spores on them, she kept saying these words: "Well, but we didn't order it." Yeah, it didn't matter that you didn't order it. It still came from Wuhan, China, and you still right there brought- on the package said Wuhan, China. We well, didn't order it. Like that's no that excuse. Worse. You saying that it's May first is not at all relevant to the fact that you've now gone three weeks without doing something that you promised you'd do, and you were so ex- you I were am le- excited. You were leading the no, you're not. You were leading yeah, the charge. Don't tell you, me what I am or not. I am excited. You were about leading this. the charge on when I oh, get it on. This will be a fun thing to do. I'll take pictures and videos it of my be fun. feet. I've got pictures now. You probably have one picture. I've got several, but I'm going to populate them when I get the page up. I'll get the page up today. There's been some challenges. My internet was out one night. That I was so, busy some other times. Was I was. What are you, you know. the afternoon drive disc jockey formerly on this radio station? Because <laughs> his internet was out. Please, you're just making shit up I'll, as you go no, along. No, I'm not making it up. I'll get them up there. You already have a subscriber, so what are you I complaining do. about? I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm complaining <laughs> about the fact that we promised we'd do something. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do and it. And I said, what my timeline is took, my timeline. Well, did anybody write down what our wagers were? Our mm-hmm. wagers on on that I predicted how long it was going to take. Then we take we were, took predictions on how long it was going to take for her to get it done. And oh, I, I don't think we did that. No, I we think... absolutely did. You know, see, 
<laughs> well, if we did, again, that's fine. You know, know we did. I said I predict. No, I didn't think we she'll did. She'll never do it. No, I, think I know I, you said that. Yeah, well, 100%. I'll do it. I didn't think we were taking wagers, but I'll do it. And I'll do you it. You said you're going to do I'll it for three weeks. Okay. I'll do it. Just follow through. I will. No, you won't. I will get it done. I have pictures. I'll be able to populate it now. Mm-hmm. It'll get done. I don't know what you're so concerned about. Because you're excited about it. I am excited We decided excited on about a bit. It. I think it's And I we decided to do the bit. Mm-hmm. And you agreed to do the bit. You yes. were leading the charge on the bit. Yes. I'm the one who said, oh, that'd be funny if we do a competition. You're like, oh my God, this would be great. You mean I can actually make money on this? And maybe it can turn into something like a sideline bit? I'm like, sure. If people are into your feet and you've got you know, foot okay. videos and pictures and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Do we, do we get back to the- uh, Sperm man? Sperm man. Dun, we, just, we just move on from that. Let's move on instead to stinky celebrities. All right. Smelly celebrities. Right. See how many lewd jokes Kim can make about celebrities smelling bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it rude to talk about anybody's personal hygiene? Yeah. Well, unless you talk to them personally about yeah. it. and Because if they don't know. You're trying to help them. Yeah. yeah. Is that ever a help, by the way? Yeah. Has anyone you've ever spoken to about their hygiene ever fixed their hygiene issues? No. Well, you hope. Have you ever spoken to anybody about their hygiene issues? My son. Well, that's your kid. Well, yeah. I'm talking but... about like in a work environment, like where HR has to get involved or a manager has to say, hey, you know, we've talked about that before. But talking about somebody you know and work with is one thing. Talking about celebrities who know for a fact they're in the public eye and will get talked about well or not get talked about well. And and I have to say, some of the people on this list of supposed stinky celebrities, I guess this is just what we assume that they they smell. Okay, like if I if I was to see Tyler in his neck beard, without knowing Tyler or being close to Tyler, would I say that's probably a smelly beard? You think? I, I'd I'd say no because he's see he's well kept. He's groomed. Yeah. So I wouldn't have that. I think it's the ungroomed, the unkempt that gives that quality of smell and also a certain dinginess to them yeah like see, bam could... margera yes there's a dingy celebrity he would be at the top of my list yeah, he, he looks would... like he hasn't bathed yeah. even when he's bathed yeah and i don't know what it is it's something looks like you about... could still scrape some dirt off him yeah it's just that whole road hard put up wet thing that makes you just look unclean i don't know what it is but yeah. i don't know if he was ever put up wet because that would mean he was in you know near some water showering down on him but <laughs> So some of these names you may not even recognize. I, I, you know, some of them are way past their prime celebrities. Like if I said the name Mickey Rourke to you, oh, definitely stinky. No, no, but you know the name Mickey oh, Rourke, yeah. the actor, familiar. Yeah. You don't watch a lot of movies, but you know who Mickey Rourke is. Yeah, mostly because people just hearing stories about his bad surgery and stuff. Bad surgery. Yeah. Bad surgery? You mean bad plastic surgery? Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe he had an appendix go bad or something and that they no. botched it up or something. Well, it's <laughs> bad. So he, yeah, he, yeah, but he was in a very, was it The Wrestler? I think yes. his last big, huge movie was like a, kind of a career resurgence for him. He played a, a washed up old wrestler. I think he was nominated for some awards for that. He did was. a real good job, I think. And in Iron Man also. Was, was he in Iron Man? Was he the original or Iron Man? One. He was in the one where he had the electrical arms. Was that three? Two or three, something okay. like that. I know that three sucked, and I think that's the one he was in. Yeah, he had so, a pair. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's just grungy. You know who doesn't make the list, which is I find hysterical? Oh, never mind. He's on the list. Number 15. Let's build from the bottom up then, shall we? Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the top 15 stinky celebrities, and we'll comment on these as we go. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yes. That's the one I thought. But he that's funny because he does a commercial, and I guess he's got some interest in 
Sauvage. Yeah, it's his cologne. Hold on, what's that you dropped on us here, Mr. Cologne Man? Uh, Dior Sauvage. Dior Sauvage. Yeah, I have that. It's amazing. Is it amazing? And it works. Have Have you worn Dior Sauvage in here? Probably not. It's more like a date. Night cologne. It's a date night cologne. Yeah. So you got colognes for, sorted by work colognes and for occasions. You yes. have, by the way, summertime. Have you, have you stopped wearing cologne to work? No, I have on my. Have I day. gone nose blind to you? You I asked us to, to quit wearing it so much. Well, you both came in completely lathered up in it one day, and I thought <laughs> I was going to get sick. And so you're, you've chosen not to put on your scents till later in the morning, which is lovely yeah. of you, and I appreciate that. It's hard for me. I just don't. You are you putting on less? Because no, the I, days that you don't, like some days, I can smell you when you get here. I can no, literally smell you when you get here. Now sometimes I'll spray over the clothes. Sometimes I'll just spray it on the body and then put the clothes over. What's the difference? You well, forget. But today I put it on the body and put the clothes I'm over. Saying on those days that you put it on the clothes, it's because you forgot to spray your body. Is that what it is? I guess it's just I don't have a set routine necessarily. Okay. Really. I've been putting mine on the clothes at night. So you spray your clothes at night. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. And then does that dissipate enough by the end of the, the evening, at the end of the night? for? Because I don't really smell yet. But you said you were going you to cologne until, or perfume until after the show on any given day. If I add more, that's when I do it. Add but, more? Mm-hmm. Why would you need to add more? Well, if I'm going somewhere, you I need do. need a boost. But if I'm, yeah. A boost? Yeah. How about you just bathe? That's all the boost you need. I mean, well, if you like colognes, though, if you right. like fragrance. So Johnny Depp, number fifteen on the smelliest celebrity list. Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I just imagine her to smell like cigarettes and oh, so cigarettes and, and stale liquor or and something. Yeah, something. You what know. Do you think she's like? <laughs> but now that she's pregnant, I hope she's you know oh, yeah. cleaned up. But I never, you know, when I don't ever remember seeing her like looked f- grin, grungy or you filthy. don't have to look grungy. Like to her smell hair's never been. Any, I've always seen her hair looks nice. Yeah, but I imagine her to smell like cigarettes. Really? For sure, yeah. And her voice and everything, I think, lends to that. You don't have to yeah. look like it. You know who else? I think. Um, what's her name? Kristen um, Stewart. Oh, Stewart. Oh, yeah, from uh, Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she always we looks nice. Her. At least but I was. I'm... Were you there that day? You weren't there that day for Twilight, the pr- no. premiere in Knoxville? No. Yeah, I, I stood next to her, and she smelled lovely. Did she? She was not a grungy mm. celebrity. I don't know her She's hit. the worst celebrity interview of all time. Well, she's she, so shy and everything. She is beyond shy. It was the craziest thing you'd ever seen. I'd never seen a celebrity in all the times I've been around celebrities. Anyone act like Kristen Stewart. Stuart? Stuart. Stuart. Yeah. You keep wanting to say Belle for some well, reason. Well, because she's a famous Kristen. Yeah. There's only a few famous Kristens out there. Well, that's true. Kristen Cavallari, Kristen Bell. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Right. Yeah. Charlie Sheen, number 13, stinkiest celebrity. Charlie Sheen. He, yeah. Charlie's got a sheen on him. He, yeah. He looks like it, but I, I'd say he probably smells good. Yeah, I think he does because he's got a coiffed haircut usually. You know, he's ba- he's bathing in tiger blood. I mean, he's, you know, <laughs> yeah. Tiger things. blood. Gotta, be, gotta, gotta smell good, right? Madonna on the list at number 12. And how weird is this? You know that firsthand. I know that firsthand when I was working concert security back in the 1980s. And she was on that world tour with the Beastie Boys. And it was at Meriwether Post Pavilion. And I was security, concert security, working for Celador Productions at the time, and front line, front row security, and the gap between the crowd and the and the and the stage, and my back was to the stage, but my shoulders were popping up over the over the stage, and and I noticed all these eyes looking at me. I'm like, why is everybody looking at me? And then I realized that she's crawling on her hands and knees behind me, Madonna, mm-hmm. and like getting really really close, and she put her hand over my shoulder, and I mean, she just you know like a bird. Yeah. And, and I have to say that, you know, granted, she's gyrating and pumping away yeah. and working it on stage and all sorts. I mean, so she's, you know, 
And she was funky. Yeah. Not, really? I don't mean just like a, you know, a Parliament Funkadelic record. I'm talking about <laughs> she was, she didn't, like she hadn't, like she had worked out, not bathed, and before the workout, she had not used deodorant. Yeah. There was that smell, which is fine. I mean, th- th- well, she is she's working, working it out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, look, I'm not going to complain about it. Madonna laid hands. I'm not going to complain about it. It's one of my greatest celebrity stories, and it's kind of odd that it happened before I got into radio and mm-hmm. had a chance to run up against these celebrities along the way. Is Kesha on this list? Because I imagine there. her to we'll smell. Get there. Oh, yeah. We'll jump the gun, woman. Oh, I'm sorry. Because we have to get past a woman who we probably don't know a lot about other than the fact she's married to a celebrity or was married to a celebrity or had the children of a celebrity. Um... And her name is Grimes. Yeah. She's the mother of Ash X2 1244 set hut hike. Yeah. The son of Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that she's chosen the name Grimes, mm-hmm. as in grimy, grime. Yeah. You know, that's a. You imagine her to feel sort of sandy, don't you? Yeah. You're just kind of grimy. Yeah. At least speaking of feeling sandy. stuff in her hair. Speaking of feeling sandy, did you know I went to high school with Sandy Bullock? Uh, you, you've mentioned that, yeah. Really? Yeah, maybe once or twice. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> Number 10, stinky celebrity Megan Fox. She never looks anything other than put together. But again, you can look put together. Yeah. You can, you know, but under the surface, you can still. You know, she runs rock and roll. You know what I More? You know that think, leather sweats underneath. You, you know. know what I think she smells like? What? And this is and this is a real smell. I think she smells like sex <laughs> and candy. <laughs> yes, yes, Marcy Playground. She sex smells candy. like sex and candy, Dad. Dad <laughs> what's sex and candy? What is what does sex smell like, <laughs> honey? I can't tell you that. I think you know. There's certain. There's a certain. I think. I think Megan Fox primal oozes <laughs> sex. Yeah. Okay. And at that, there's a sex smell. And I think that Megan Fox has it. Probably. I mean, I'm not, you know, I, that's legit. Yeah. I mean, I think there's I a smell. I can see that, or right. I can smell yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Would I mind spelling that myself? <laughs> Number nine, Marilyn Manson. He's a disgusting piece of shit, oh, so I don't want to talk about him at all. He probably smells like Kesha that. at number eight. She's grungy. Yeah, I she's, can see her smelling. She's, she's a little, she's a little, oh, yeah. little filthy. She never looks yeah. like she's showered. And one of the greatest videos, it's the Mark and Kim show, go find it for yourself, viral video of 10 years ago, is her running up on the red carpet to Jerry Seinfeld. And she goes, oh my God, I'm a big fan, can I have a hug? And Jerry's like, nope. No. Nope. And he's so funny, because he didn't like to touch people, he doesn't like to, I mean, he's kind of particular about... You know, things. Or he just doesn't want to hug people he doesn't know. Well, but that's had no being idea. particular. He even said to the interviewer, who is that? Yeah. And she's like, oh! She's like, oh my God, it's hysterical. Yeah. Like, who the hell does anybody think they are? Just because you're famous, somewhat, that you can go up to anybody else and just ask for a hug? I, you know, he's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. It was almost, it was so good and so funny and so quick, you thought it had to be rehearsed. Mm. But you could tell she slunk away. Bless her. Stinky, slinky. Kesha. Stinky Slinky. <laughs> Number seven on the list of, of what we can guess, assume are stinky celebrities. Kid Rock. Yes. Oh, yeah. Number seven. Oh, beer yeah. and cigarettes, for sure. I was yeah. in, I was, beer. I was in uh, Nashville. <laughs> in Waffle House. Three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Went to... Hash Browns. <laughs> which is Syrup. onions. <laughs> Went to the uh, Kid Rock place, which is a great venue for concerts. Oh, yeah. In uh, Nashville. Did I tell you I ran into Fat Kid Rock? No, he's a big heavy guy that dresses exactly like Kid Rock, and I don't fat know. Fat Kid Rock. I, don't, I mean, there was no other way to describe him other than Fat Kid Rock. And there are people listening right now that have been to Kid Rock's joint 
in Nashville and said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Because you the twice I've been there. I've been there two times, and both times Fat Kid Rock was there. So that's his thing. He just, <laughs> it's, it's, he's it's there. It's his thing. And, and, and you walk by, you kind of look at him, and he... So is and, he not so fat that you think there's no way that's Kid Rock? He's like an overweight Kid Rock, if that's the more politically okay. correct way to say it. So but it's, it's like it could be Kid Rock if he's in an off time. Yeah. He's going through <laughs> I don't know what kind of weight gain issues that <laughs> Kid Rock himself has, but this guy was definitely thyroid comp- compromised. Okay. So I'm saying that, you know, it was a big boy. And, and you, you, know, you know that as people that are locally well-known, like you and I are, you know the look of recognition. Yeah. Well, I could see that when you looked at him and realized, oh, God, there's fat Kid Rock that he knew that you were looking at him because he was Fat Kid Rock, and that you were asking yourself the question for one split second. Is that Kid, is Rock? That Kid Rock? Is that Kid Rock? <laughs> okay. So he's got that, you know, so he's familiar with that look. Let me, uh, okay. Let me run through the rest of this list really quickly of the stinky celebrities, or he assumed to be the smelliest of them. Shia LaBeouf? Yes. Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'll be honest with you. I love Shia LaBeouf. I know he's had trouble. I love him as an actor. He's a great actor. You should watch him. If you want to find out what the real Shia LaBeouf is like, watch the episodes of Hot Ones, which is the Hot Wings eating yeah. show with Sean What's-His-Nuts. Um, and he's just a dude. He's just, he's just a dude who's got problems. Aww. But, you know, and you, feel, you, you actually will feel bad for Shia LaBeouf by the end of it because you just get the media hype. So you feel like you yeah. see him yeah. for him. Yeah, I think he's not a bad guy. I think he just gets caught up in a lot of shit. And I also want to say, and I know it doesn't have to do with his smell, but he can, he can really rap. Like, he's a really good rapper. Okay. Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. Well, there you go. Who knew? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah, he's just a yeah, grungy guy. Yeah, I could guy. see that. I love Jared Leto. Funny. Um, our boy uh, Matthew McConaughey doesn't make this list. Now, I would think huh. he does smell. Neither does Woody Harrelson. He seems like a smeller to me. Like, like he'd be stinky to me. Smells like pot. Yeah. See, some people wouldn't consider that stinky, though. Yeah, it's got a smell, though. It's got there's a sweet I mean, you know, there's a smelling, smell. If you're smelling good pot. I mean, you can st- you can well, I wouldn't know good pot from bad pot. I mean, it's well, just you've never pot. done. You've never no, smoked. No, I've not. I've and never I, taken the pot, as you say. Forty years since I have, but at the same time, you, you know, that's, I know it when I smell it. This way, it when you walk by what is called a coffee shop in Amsterdam, and I've done that, and you sell, smell something that is very sweet, but obviously, what it is, you're like, oh, okay, that's what good stuff smells. That's the like. good stuff. Yes, it's it's. There's a smell. There's a smell. I don't know the good from the bad, so I don't. Post Malone, stinky celebrity. He just he just unfortunately for his. Because of the tattoos and the face, you know, on his face and stuff like that. People- I think he's probably clean, though. Uh, I think he stinks. Oh, I don't think he stinks. I think he looks like he stinks. Yeah, he definitely looks like he okay. stinks. Okay. Bam Margera, of course. Yeah, oh, we've yeah. already um, said that. Someone on this list said that they had met him while they were working at Walmart, and he had an odor. I'm sure he does. You know Several. what that odor, that odor to me would be? Like dirty clothes smell. Yeah. Like have you ever walked like open up a Ugh. like a washing machine that, the, that sat in there too long? Yeah, wet. You, it was wet, and then it has that smell. Yeah. Kind of mildewy, mildewy and yeah. like he smells like mildew. Like, like we gotta wash that again. Basement clothes. Oh. Basement clothes. That's that what looks I sweaty too. Cara Delavine, who she's you know, she just I she's guess she's just a mess. Can I be honest with you though? Hadn't learned, hadn't seen her in much of anything. She ends. She shows up in. Only Murders in the Building, which is one of my favorite you're shows. You're just hooked on that. I can also say- You're making a, me want to watch it. It's a, Well, that won't do any good. I mean, you'll watch two episodes of it and then never watch it again. Um, it's a great show. It's a lot of fun. It's it's just fun and funny and goofy. Cara Delevingne shows up in it, and she's really good. It changed my mind about Cara Delevingne after seeing it. Well, now, she, what did you think before you saw Well, that? I'd seen her in other things, and she was a horrible actress. So, well, she's gotten better at it, and she's kind of- I guess she kind of fell under- 
the internet's gays and guys or the the the, um, the problems the internet found with her over fetish fetishizing black women. The way she was acting was it around Megan The Stallion at an award show, like really just treating her like okay. she was some sort of commodity, like just really going over the top. You should look into that. I don't know if Kara was high or drunk or whatever, but she's well. She has been cleaning up her act a little bit, or at least she says she is. Well, she has to because she'd gotten a reputation, and the reputation was for being a bad actor. And on top of the fact that she's a chain smoker. And that that's probably what people think she stinks the most for, is for being a constant cigarette smoker. Well, and she was drinking like crazy. She said that she was seeing pictures of herself and she didn't like the way she was looking. She was looking puffy and just not well. So she said that she's sobering up. She's doing more self-care. And I actually saw a picture of her over the weekend where she's got these bangs and dark hair, which she hasn't had. So she's even changing her look, just trying to get people to look at her differently. Or she's in a role. That has her wearing bangs and dark hair. Oh, well, she said for this, okay. she was just, you know, She's trying got dark to change hair her look a little bit, too. Only Murders in the Building, which maybe because I was enjoying the show so much that I was able to say, oh, Cara Delevingne. Maybe so, but whatever it takes to get people to look at you a little differently. I yeah. bet you you probably had to look up the name Cara Delevingne. To... I sure did. How did you spell Delevingne? This is interesting. <laughs> it wasn't the right way. Uh, <laughs> did it get you there, though? Huh? Did it, did it get you to where you're... Oh, yeah, it did. Did you recognize her at all? Yeah, I thought I saw her on Dawson's Creek. That's where I... I thought I saw her initially, but I guess I got her confused no. with Katie Holmes a little bit. You think? Katie Holmes just rolled in her grave. <laughs> yeah. She's not, you she's not even dead. me with who? <laughs> she's not even dead. Uh, and the number one, I think we already discussed, is the number one stinkiest celebrity, Mickey Rourke. I uh, can't think of anybody other than Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harrelson, uh, did not make the list in terms of stinky celebrities. Billy Bob Thornton? Would you? No. No way. Really? Really? Stinky? He no. Just, he looks bad. like he stinks. No, not at all. So? No, Kevin Bacon looks like he can go unshowered for weeks, and he gets his yeah. hair like you see him in public. And I think when Kevin Bacon does his Bacon Brothers band, yeah, he goes grunge like he doesn't. Well, like that's his, part of their act, I guess, if you will, or just to, that you know that look of a band. Is that their look? Well, you have never seen the Bacon Brothers. You have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I have. You, like, you but have there's no something idea about that the Bacon band. Brothers look is somehow grungy. It's just a, just two guys up there playing guitar and singing, but. <laughs> At the same time, I've seen him, like I guess in the movie Sleepers, where he's really grungy. He plays a correctional officer in, in that movie, mm-hmm. and he's just as grungy as can be. And I can kind of see him like in his off hours, his off days, he just goes grunge. That to me, like he'd be a stinky celebrity that didn't make the list. So. Don't most people go less put together when they're not working? Oh, when they're not working, yes. Or when they have a radio show that nobody Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, look at us. And you I know? Shaved, but I haven't shaved in two weeks, and it's really starting to show, so... You know, I'm going summer beard for some reason. Summer I beard. I just, I You've just, never done that. I just felt like stop. I like I was shaving my head. I'm like, I'm not going to shave my face. And then the next time in the shower, I'm going to shave my head, and I'm no, not going to shave my face. Just let the face go. Here I am, and it's all the way down to my like. Talk you know. about your neck beard. Yes, right. Betty. The well, chest I wanna, beard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my neck beard has become my chest beard. It used to be known as chest hair, but now it's just chest beard. All right. All right thank you for listening. We appreciate you, and we're sorry for Kim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,